funded the company in 2013 measuring dark web conversation, sorry, dark social conversation so people can track attribution. 500 customers uh, doing about 50 grand per month in revenue up from 25 grand just a year ago. A lot of their growth coming organically from WordPress and Shopify integrations. Cash flow positive since 2015. 700 grand raised, five people, six people based in Portugal. Uh, net revenue retention each year about 90%. They're turning 36% in terms of gross revenue churn, 24% expansion. Don't know what their paid channel metrics are yet, but hoping to scale over the next six to 12 months. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Juan. He is the 30 and the founder of GetSocial.io, a content and social analytics platform that helps companies like Adobe, AT&T, Sky News, and MTV to better understand how their audiences share their content. He's a member of the World Economic Forum as a global shaper and a board advisor at CIO Net. All right, Juan, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Thanks for having me today. You bet. All right. So tell us what the company does and what's your revenue model. Are you pure play SaaS? Yeah, we're pure play SaaS. We've been tweaking around the business model and the pricing model for uh, last years, actually. We're trying to test every, every now and then what we can improve there. But the company is a content analytics platform. So we work with some of those companies that you mentioned, and we help them understand uh, what their audiences are sharing uh, on their website. So we measure one thing very specific called dark social which is when people copy and paste links into private messaging apps. Mm. Um, that is misattributed as direct traffic, and we help the social media teams and the marketers better understand what that means to them. Uh, Pricing-wise, we started as a freemium uh, model. Um, unfortunately, I mean, it's um, a two-way road, but we got a lot of users, but we got a lot of users that didn't pay as well. So for the last four years or three and a half years, we've been tweaking uh, that model more towards the enterprise. So we can do very low um, value subscription plans like $50 a month, $49 a month to the likes of seventeen dollars to $80,000 a year, depending on the customer. And so what, what do people pay on average per year today? So uh, I, would, I would divide on the segments. So for SMBs, they would pay something around $100 a month. Okay. For the enterprise customers, around $3,000 a month. Okay. And if you, look at, if you look at your revenue from the past 12 months, what percent would you say is enterprise versus SMB? Yeah. Enterprise now corresponds for about 80% of our revenue. Oh, eight zero. Eight zero. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's, that's a lot. Okay, great. Put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the company? What year? So we launched the company in 2013 as a completely different product, e-commerce focused. We built the product, go to, went to the market, failed and pivoted in 2015 to uh, the publishing world, to the media world. Um, we have one feature and starting with one plan at $9 per month. And we went from there from zero to 500 customers today. Interesting. Okay. So you're serving 500. How many of those are enterprise customers? Uh, I mean, for, for they, that, those 80% revenue, I would say 10 customers. Oh, wow. Okay. So 10 customers pay you three grand a month. So that's 30 grand a month. That makes up 80% of your total revenue. Yeah. 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 Got it. Okay. At so least, at least three a month, there are some customers paying uh, a few more, a few much more. Yeah. Okay. So if you look at your total revenue per month today, what you're like 40 grand, 45 grand. Yeah. yeah around that almost to 50. Yeah. 50. Okay. That's great. Congratulations. Um, so, okay, I'm just going to put, I'll say 500 comp customers, right? You're doing 50 grand a month. So on average there, we can obviously divide and get that. But I just, I'll make a note that basically says you do have a, an enterprise cohort that makes up a significant chunk of your revenue. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's, what's growth look like? So if you're at 50 grand a month today, what were you at a year ago? Joao, what was revenue a year ago? Sorry, I missed you. Sorry. Uh, it was, we're actually doubling uh, last year's revenue. So we did about 220 last year. We we're going to be half a million this year. 
Um, so um, it's it's been 100% growth uh, for for the last three years now. That's great. So if you're doing 50 grand a month, 50 grand a month today, you're doing 25 grand a month uh, a year ago, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's great. Cash flow positive today or no? Cash flow positive, uh, profitable business, uh, five and a half people. Let's say that. Uh, Where's everyone based? Based in Lisbon, Portugal. Ah, very yeah. good. Are you bootstrapped or have you raised capital? Uh, we raised uh, a seed round in the beginning. We waste most of it in that initial product. And once we ran out of money, we started charging customers for money. So since 2015, our customers pay our salaries and our costs, which is fantastic. I mean, uh, we do have still investors on board, but uh, we haven't raised ever since. Joao, how much total have you raised to date? Uh, $700,000, yeah. Se- okay, 700000 bucks in one round. Churn is critical in this kind of space. What's your churn today? So our churn is close to zero uh, because uh, the net churn, uh, the net MRR churn is close to zero. Sometimes we even expand. So we, do, we don't have uh, troubles expanding the revenue of these enterprise customers because our pricing scales with their uh, size, their sessions per month, their volume of traffic. So our goal as a product is to help them increase their traffic. So if we work okay and we do, uh, we help them make more money. So we make more money. So on average, I would say our churn rate, net churn rate is uh, below 1% per month. But even that 1%- What's gross, Joe? Sorry? What's gross? Gross gross revenue churn per month? Uh, uh, Between two and 3%. Okay, so you're expanding Uh, one to 2% per month then? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the trick. So it's quite easy for us to close those annual deals with bigger customers, and then on the next year, we're actually going to charge five k more, eight k more, based on the experience that they they've been having for the last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're thirty six percent kind of gross revenue churn per year, you're expanding twenty four, twenty five percent, right? So net revenue retention, you'd say, is somewhere in like the like ninety range, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. What are you pricing against? So you mentioned you're upselling. What's the pricing axis that the, that they're pricing against? You're pricing against. Um, so in terms of model for us, like sometimes we have like number of seats or number of track sure. channels or like what are your metrics you price against? So the main one is volume of the website. So sessions per month, as they would easily see on their Google Analytics dashboard. So that's the main one. The bigger the website, the more we charge. Okay. Of course, there are some customers who don't have a very big website, but they have specific needs, either a specific module for their teams or something that they need, or agencies, for example, for white labeling purposes. We can get a little bit more revenue by customizing the product towards those kind of deals. That's interesting. Just mainly is the, the, the sessions per month. Yep. And how are you getting new customers? Uh, content works great for us. So this this thing I was initially discussing about dark social, it's still not mainstream, but we started writing about it in, in 2016. And all of our main brands, all of our main customers, the ones who pay us the most, came from a given piece of content, a blog post, a guest post in a, a known website, a white paper. Our last white paper on dark social is working brilliantly to us. Uh, for us, it brings a lot of leads, qualified leads. They want to know more about this, and then we have a solution for them. So, content is the main thing for us. We don't do a lot of paid, we don't do events. It's mainly content marketing for us. Yep, yep, that's great. And in order to get a new kind of call it $100 a month customer, what are you spending on CAC typically? 
Uh, we don't. We just wait for them. We build um, a lot of partnerships, integrations with um, uh, WordPress, Shopify, anything that makes the installation process codeless. So people go, they find us. We got, we have proper SEO on those platforms. We have proper reviews. They find us. They click a button. They install. They get to use the product, and then they start a trial, and then they convert. Okay, so, so you so you don't know how to spend money to make more money. That's what you're telling me right yeah. now. One of the challenges, correct. So yeah. we don't spend money on acquiring customers. We manage leads and inbound leads that come to us. Yep. yep. Uh, two ways, yeah. So SMBs, it's a it's a process. So we have a, a funnel. We have automatic uh, conversations with them. With enterprise, we have a shorter uh, or a short sales cycle, but it, it still requires a few calls. Any yeah. plans to raise capital? Uh, we we should raise some capital uh, in 2019. So the goal now is to do exactly what you were saying. So trying to find the levers of growth where we can spend money and actually generate those those new MR that new MRR at uh, an efficient cost. We we like to be um, cash flow positive. We like that balance, but we need to find ways for us to put money on the table and generate more business to us. So how much uh, do you hope to raise? Uh, in this stage, it could be around 1.5 million to $2 million. And what valuation um, do you hope to raise at? at we would we expect at least a $7 million cap. Yeah. Okay. And how, okay, so you're going to do a note? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for now, a note because small team, it was just, my goal would be just to get to um, that money to accelerate growth for us to raise a more serious round in, let's say, 18, 24 months. Uh, where we would be making around 150, 200k a month. So that was the plan for these next round. And, and how do you? So going back to the product real quick, um, I'm, I'm about to have a, a. We can't announce this yet, but I'm about to actually have signed a major deal with a, a major network for my own reality show, right on cable. If I wanted, to, if an episode comes out and I go to that and I pull the link for the episode, right, or, or I want to use your tool to measure the dark web discussions about the episode. How, let's say it's via WhatsApp. How are you getting access to WhatsApp messages to know that they're talking about Nathan Laka's new show? Yeah, so good question. So what we do is we tamper with the, all the URLs from a specific website. So let's say that you have your own page, your own website, which has all the videos or all the links that you want to, to distribute over, over the web. So what we do is we make sure that every page view is served a different kind of URL. So we can measure everything that that goes out of the website and everything that comes back in. So we can bundle in a thing called dark social, everything that goes socially via copy paste or by people clicking the buttons into channels that don't have any referrer data. So if you go to Facebook, you will get some referrer data saying this is coming from Facebook. If you go to WhatsApp, if a link is pressed there, it's going to show up as direct traffic. With us, we are going to identify that traffic. Yeah, the problem, um, the, the trick there is, though, you're assuming everyone's always going to, when they talk about my new show, they're always going to use and copy and paste that exact link. When in reality, what's going to happen, like when I converse with my friends about a new show I like, I'm saying, hey, Sam, I just saw the show on Netflix called XYZ. Go check it out. And he'll then go on Google and type in the thing and find it. Like, there's no way to track this stuff. So yeah. how much <laughs> extra activity are you actually picking up? That would be more of a listening function, which we don't do, by the way. Um, our our target is more measuring the, the the virality of each piece of contents over private conversations, over private channels. So it's not that much the case you were explaining. Is for example helping uh, helping editorial teams understanding which of their content is picking up in real time on private conversations. Yeah. 
a specific story, a specific topic, not so much listening about if people are talking about the well, topic. Well, you know, but my whole point is like these darks, I mean, social is social, it's talking, right? The, the huge assumption you're making is that people are always going to, when they talk about my new show, they're always going to use this weird link you've put together that has all the tracking and so on. I'm just saying, I feel like that's a massive assumption. I, I wouldn't say I'm assuming that. Um, in terms of, I, I, and I'm telling you very transparently, what you, what you are saying, it's not something that we even do. Uh, and I, I would have to think of a very creative, but I think it would be rather impossible way of doing what you are saying that would be interesting. Because well, by the way, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just trying to quantify what you are doing. And all I'm saying is to do what you are doing, people have to use the link. And I'm just curious how many times people actually use that link on dark, right? Like how much attribution are you actually tracking? So let me say that 80% of shares on a big publisher are normally made via copy paste into a private channel. So it's people not talking anymore or not sharing anymore a link over their private public social media, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Yeah. Now, Very good. I understand that uh, just to close, I understand that we are limited in our scope on, on what we do because it's based on people sharing links. What you're saying is next phase, next, next level. Uh, it's, a uh, uh, a derivative of, of what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, I like Good to Great. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I like, uh, uh, well, he left the position, but I, I really liked uh, the, the one of the ex-directors for Buzz Sumo, Steve Raisin. Steve Raisin, Buzz Sumo. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, I like, uh, Trello. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, about seven. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Single. No kids? No kids. And how old are you? I'm 30. 30. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, I, I, I wish I could have worked a little bit more in corporate with other people, learn a bit from other people before jumping in and building stuff. Guys, work a little bit in corporate, learn a little bit. That's what he wishes he knew back in the day. But look, seems to be doing pretty well. Funded the company in 2013, measuring dark web conversation, sorry, dark social conversation so people can track attribution. 500 customers uh, doing about 50 grand per month in revenue, up from 25 grand just a year ago. A lot of their growth coming organically from WordPress and Shopify integrations. Cash flow positive since 2015. 700 grand raised, five people, six people based in Portugal. Uh, net revenue retention each year, about 90%. They're turning 36% in terms of gross revenue churn, 24% expansion. Don't know what their paid channel metrics are yet, but hoping to scale over the next six to 12 months. Y'all, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me.